You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the role of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is good y'all i hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far i hope everybody's enjoying their last few days of this year and is hoping for a successful transition into this blessed year of 2022 fingers crossed um hopefully it's gonna be a year fills with uh, health and goodness and success and prosperity for all of us in our personal lives, but also in combat sports, because that's what we all love. Um, but uh, I hope everybody's been staying safe, but also try- having uh, been relaxing for the past few days since last week. Your girl was dealing with uh, like some cold-like symptoms. So I'm just going to say, um, everybody, please, 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 please stay safe protect yourself protect your family and friends and loved ones because the pandemic is not over yet and uh, especially right now if you live in Ontario you've probably heard that uh, we have 10,000 new COVID cases every day now which is something that we didn't have before and this is pretty much unprecedented so it is pretty serious I'm not trying to scare you but it is a serious thing so please please take care of yourself and take care of the people that you interact with on the regular because uh, you don't really know how important your health is um, until you actually get sick Um, you feel like you've been taking it for granted this whole time so yeah like sanitize as much as possible wear your mask every time they go out and you interact with people maintain your social distance um just stay safe protect yourself and everybody else um we're in this together don't don't you forget that okay so yeah that's what's been up for the uh, for the last few days of this year 2021 personally um to kind of like reflect on how my year was this past year if i tell you that i didn't feel like the year 2021 was an actual like a legitimate year would you believe me i feel like <laughs> my heart and brain has just kind of been stuck in uh like late 2019 like early 2020 <laughs> i think it's just the pandemic trying to mess with our like perception of time but honestly i did not feel this year 2021 just even happening ever if we did have the option of going back and repeating um like this past year i feel like that would really make sense because i i I know that i'm not the only person feeling like this or maybe another reason why we're all feeling like 2021 just flew by so fast is because we're just all so busy like amid this pandemic we're still busy with work and school and we have so much going on and usually when you're that busy like you don't really feel time passing and like you just blink and it's already like three months in and like into the year and you don't even realize it so that's that's how 2021 felt for me thankfully i'm very 
um actually grateful like looking back all the stuff that i was able to accomplish in um work and like grad school and just building awesome relationships this past year trying to um keep those people that i care about around me and uh, just overall like looking back uh on this past year i'm i'm seeing a lot of things that i'm personally really grateful for and of course how could i forget like we've made major milestones with our awesome show tko we've been able to produce um so this is our episode number 256 which is just out of this world so uh in the new year we'll be doing our episode number 257 and all of this combined is just like it blows my mind and it makes me feel so so grateful for everything that we've accomplished so far specifically everything that we've uh, done over this past year 2021 okay so uh speaking of like us having a reflection of how this past year was of course we want to make it like combat sports themed and we want to kind of reflect on all the awesome moments that we experienced in combat sports well specifically mixed martial arts so this past year i really do want to uh give props to the ufc because um they didn't really back down uh, even with all the challenges that we're still uh facing because of the pandemic and whatnot the ufc didn't really back down and they went hard really really hard and that they would have events all across the world they would have events at the fight island in the uae and they would come back to las vegas and they would go to like texas and they would have events pretty much all over the world this year which was a huge improvement from the previous year when the pandemic first hit and the UFC was still having events, but in smaller arenas and not having any crowds in the arena. But uh, this year, thankfully, we're so lucky and blessed to be having things like going back to normal kind of because we had people in the arena, maximum capacity. On a, on a side bracket, though, I have to say, I don't really want to argue about like how safe all that was like COVID wise. <laughs> but anyways, that's going to like be on the scope of this uh, show. But uh, all of that goes to show that they were really trying their best to keep the sport alive and to make sure that everything was going well, like the athletes were getting paid, the athletes were getting frequent fights in the year, and that the fans were getting what they wanted. Like they came up with so many awesome matchups over this past year that we're actually going to be talking about a few on this episode, some matchups that we had been dreaming about for so long and they finally happen and so many of them actually surprised us because i mean the game of mma never really like logically works out we had underdogs coming on top and showing us outstanding results that none of us were really like expecting so all of that was just good stuff <laughs> and and uh and the world of the ufc so a lot of interesting and important stuff happened this past year in 2021 so what i did was similar to our last episode of the year from last year i kind of uh i came up with a list of top moments in the ufc in this past year in the year 2021 and this year i kind of broke them down into various categories so the categories that i have in front of me so listen your girl did her research like 
in addition to rewatching all these fights I'm going to be talking about so many times, I actually like sat down and tried to like come up with like creative categories to put these fights under. So the categories that I have in front of me right now <laughs> include Super Fight of the Year. We ha I have a very interesting fight to tell you about that I think was the Super Fight of the Year. I have another category being title fight surprises of the year. Okay, so let me actually go back and explain each of these like labels and categories. So super fight of the year, what do I mean by that? This to me was a fight that um, we had like two top contenders from different weight divisions going against each other um, just in the big super fight. So um, yeah, I'll talk about that in more detail. The other category was title fight surprises of the year. So these were the title fights that um, happened and we didn't really expect the outcomes that we saw for these title fights, so they pretty much surprised us by by a bunch. It was uh, it was one of those um, categories that, if I recall the the bouts in this category, you're like, darn, like I I lost like so much money betting on the favorite in that fight, which like who didn't win. So that's that's that category. And then I have another category being breakthrough fight of the year. So the fight that um, had a lot of important implications for the winner of this fight and a fight that, again, like none of us really mm, like had a mind and plan for yet it happened. And the outcome was just so outstanding and beautiful and fabulous for the winner of this bout. And then I have another category being wholesome fights of the year. So I honestly didn't know how else to, get to just put together this category. Like best fights of the year is just too vague to me. Uh, so I just said wholesome in that um, the fights that I'm going to talk about in this category are fights that are so wholesome when it comes to display of technicality and they're so wholesome when it comes to display of heart and sportsmanship and all that well sportsmanship maybe not that much but like display of um heart mostly and then like i said like technicality the fights that you would play uh for yourself and you would see crowds in the background in the arena just just uh being on the edge of their seats the entire time because of how dynamic and active and awesome and entertaining these fights were so that's what I mean when I say wholesome fights of the year. And another category that I, I actually chuckle so many times uh, when I even like look at it, like glance at it is the Oscar performance of the year. So you're probably thinking, what the like, Janam, what does that even mean? Like we're talking about fights, like we're, we're not talking about professional wrestling. We're not talking about like the WWE. So what do you mean Oscar performance of the year? Uh, I hope that kind of rings a bell because there was this particular fight or this past year that uh, essentially became a meme in the online MMA community because of how um, rubbish the, the outcome was in this fight and that people believe 
that whoever won this like the person that won this fight they did not deserve it and that they kind of like exaggerated how they felt in this fight and uh, because of that they kind of deserve an oscar not a ufc belt okay so i hope that uh kind of like hinted out which bout i was i'm gonna be talking about in this category but okay i cannot wait any further i'm just so excited to be getting into all these fights that are just uh, these fight categories rather that i just told you about so now without further ado let's get started okay okay <laughs> I know I'm being very, very extra. Uh, just put it as, you know, the last few days of the year and me being hyped for New Year's. OK, but um, I'm just trying to think, like, which category should we get started with? OK, so, yeah, I'm going to get started with the super fight of the year. So this fight happened in UFC 259. It was between the should I say, former light heavyweight champion, Jan Blakovich, and uh, the current middleweight champion in the UFC, Israel Adesanya. So uh, the middleweight division is 185. The The next heavier uh, division is the light heavyweight division, which is the 205-pound weight division. And Israel is the champion at middleweight. Jan is a champion at uh, light heavyweights. So what the UFC did was that they mashed them up against each other for them to see like who the better man is and if there's like a super champion here um, at all. So the thing is, uh, only Israel Adesanya had more to win in this case because he was the one who was moving up to the lightweight division to potentially get the light heavyweight did i say lightweight so the light heavy for okay let me backtrack this was the opportunity for israel adesanya to move up to the light heavyweight division to potentially win the title belt from young blokovich okay young blokovich like that was just like another regular um title defense for him if he lost that fight or rather if he won that fight he was just gonna uh remain the champion he wasn't gonna get the middleweight championship belt because he wasn't really fighting at middleweight right so in this case israel adesanya had more to gain but what happened was that israel adesanya unfortunately got um horribly outclassed by jan blokovich in the light heavyweight division so jan was able to maintain his title belt his um <laughs> his belt and uh that was that that was that fight but uh i believe like when i went through the list of all the fights that took place this past year this was like the only super fight that i came across but i thought like regardless it was a very interesting fight especially all the build up to the fight and all the trash talk that went into it regardless i feel like it was a like israel arsenia gave his best but overall, it was a it was a relatively good fight. So that was uh, the super fight of the year. Now let's talk about the title fight surprises of the year. So the title fights that happened, but the outcomes were not what we kind of like expected, or were the fights that we honestly couldn't really bet our money on anybody in these fights because of how close the fights were and how exciting they were. So starting with the fight between Francis Ngannou and Stipe Miocic. So UFC 260 this was and oh boy. So this was the fight that Stipe Miocic was still the champion. He was the longest reigning heavyweight champion of the UFC. 
Um, Francis Ngannou, he had already faced off against Miocic. He had lost, but ever since then, he had fought against so many other contenders and had reproven himself to the entire MMA community. And here we are. Um, yeah, like we know that Francis Ngannou has that killer big right hand to knock everybody out and send them send them to MMA heaven, <laughs> if you will. Um, but we just didn't know if it was going to be enough to defeat the longest reigning heavyweight champion of the UFC, Stipe Miocic. Okay, so we didn't, again, we didn't really know what to expect for this fight. Yet the fight happened and we had Francis Ngannou becoming the new UFC heavyweight champion. So that was that was just like one of those fights that we were watching like deep down in our hearts. We're like, oh, like, could it be like, could we see that killer shot by um, Francis Ngannou? And lo and behold, we saw it and. Francis became the new champion and especially with this uh, background story of him, um, uh, you know, being a refugee from Africa and being homeless in, in Paris, France and finally making it to Vegas and the UFC and finally becoming becoming the heavyweight champion. It's just out, it's just fabulous and outstanding. So that was the first title fight surprise of the year. And then uh, we had uh, Glover Teixeira. Actually, okay, yeah. So I'll say it. Glover Teixeira fighting against Jan Blokovic. So Jan Blokovic, like I told you guys earlier, was the light heavyweight champion. Glover Teixeira, he had been fighting in the UFC for almost a decade, if not more. So um, this was a very interesting fight because, you know, as... MMA fans were just so accustomed to seeing Glover Teixeira fight, uh, like do his thing and fight. Okay. And like, I hate to say it, but there was just something about that, that it kind of like made us desensitized to the fact that, okay, no, like Glover Teixeira could actually, what if he actually wins this fight and becomes a new light heavyweight champion of the UFC? Um, that kind of like slipped our minds because of that desensitization. And, um, I hate to say it again, nobody was taking Glover Teixeira seriously, but nonetheless, Glover Teixeira had made um, a lot of advances in his most recent fights. He had outstanding uh, wins against his most recent, recent opponents. Jan Blokovic, though, on the other hand, um, he he had been doing really, really well, too, in his most recent fights. After all, he was the light heavyweight champion and... Uh, it was just a really hard fight to judge. Yet, Glover Teixeira comes out here and defeats Jan Blakovic and becomes the new light heavyweight champion. And he becomes the oldest UFC champion, um, I believe, in the current roster, if not in UFC history. And that's just like that. That gives you a lot of hope. And um it was just unbelievable, but at the end of the day, as fans, we're just so, so incredibly happy for him. So that happened on UFC 267, Glover Teixeira defeating the former champion, Jan Blakovic. The other fight that was um, a very, very good title fight surprise over this past year was the first time that Rose Nama Yunus was fighting the former strawweight champion Zhang Wei Li. So what happened was that um, Rose Nama Yunus, she was the strawweight champion uh, a, a while ago, and then she was horribly defeated and her neck was actually injured. 
So she had to stay out of the game for a little while. And then in the meanwhile, Zhang Wei Li, she rose to fame. She became the strawweight champion in her, like the fight that she had to the championship. It was in her home country of China. So it was this big deal. Um, everybody was just so happy for her being the first ever Chinese champion. Um, and uh, here we are, Rose Namajunas, Thug Rose, finally making that huge comeback against Zhang Wei Li. Zhang Wei Li, um, if you went on her social media and saw her, like saw her training videos, you would be like, "Damn! Like I'm out here like eating my popcorn, and here, here is Zhang Wei Li just doing her thing, like uh, lifting so much weight and doing like incredible um, strength and conditioning stuff." to prepare for this title shot title fight and uh that's all we saw right but rose namayunas comes in and completely dominates over jean Li. she actually ko's her she knocks her out and becomes the ufc champion once again and what's her message in the post-fight interview stay kind to one another so you can't really beat that i'm sorry you cannot beat that that was just so wholesome I should probably categorize that into the wholesome fights of the year category as well, maybe. But that fight, it just like sits so well with me and I love watching it. The other title fight surprise of the year, it actually happened very recently. And it was a fight that we went into a lot of detail uh, a few episodes ago. And of course, I'm talking about the fight between Juliana Pena and Amanda Nunes at UFC 269 for the Women's Bantamweight Championship belt. And oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So this actually gives me chills because in the in the pre-fight interviews or press conference, whatever, um, the two were sitting down. Nunes and Pena were sitting down and Nunes was just talking all the trash in the world to Juliana Pena and Juliana Pena is just so calm and cool and collected. And she's just like, you know, like she's just so cold. Like she she has the coldest comebacks ever in this press conference, just uh, throwing them at um, Amanda Nunes. And we're like, OK, but like um, like Amanda Nunes, like there's no way on earth that she can actually be defeated. Like she is the most dominant uh, woman champion in MMA period like she is the double champion not only is she the champion at the bantamweight division she is also the champion at the heavier weight division which is the feather uh, the yeah the featherweight division so we're like there's no way on earth that Amanda Nunes is going to be beaten in this fight and um, that's what everybody thought. That's what Vegas thought because Amanda Nunes was the biggest favorite on this UFC 269 fight card. So um, what happened was that Juliana Pena shocked the entire world and she became the new women's bantamweight champion of the UFC. So many people lost money, but um, a lot of people like regained their love and trust in the bantamweight division uh i'm not gonna lie listen okay actually disclaimer i love amanda nunes i'm a huge fan but hear hear me out on this i feel like when you have a dominant champion in a certain weight division it just takes away from the shine of other people in that weight division because people are trying so hard to 
fight for that um, like number one spot to become the champion. But because the person is just so dominant, I feel like that takes away opportunities from other talented people in the weight division. And it becomes a little bit boring. I'm not going to lie. Um, so I feel like for the sake of uh, just keeping the sport dynamic and to keep things going, um, we need to have a little bit of change like this every now and then. And again, as much as I love Amanda Nunes and as much as I'm a huge fan of hers, I was just so happy for Juliana Pena. It was a phenomenal win. Um, and she shocked the world. She literally shocked the entire MMA community. And here she is, the new women's bantamweight champion and i cannot wait to see what's gonna happen now uh that we have this huge stir in the bantamweight division in the ufc and what the ufc is gonna match or who is the ufc gonna match juliana against and how things are gonna go for her because it's gonna be um uh, like we already have a mix of um like young talent in the division and i i'm just really curious to see if juliana is going to be performing the same way like as awesome against those individuals so yeah stay tuned for that but that that's pretty much all of our like title fight surprises of the year um <laughs> if you have any other suggestions or if you have any other fight that kind of stood out to you that we didn't already talk about yet uh definitely give us a shout out and uh, let us know on social media, on Instagram at TKO underscore podcast. Let us know what you think, man. All right. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Um, breakthrough fight of the year. Um, this fight was a fight that kind of happened when we weren't really expecting it. We kind of re didn't really plan for it, yet it happened. And the outcome was just so wholesome. I'm talking about the fight between Charles Oliveira and, and Michael Chandler at UFC 262 in which uh, the vacant lightweight title was up for grabs and whoever would win this fight would become the new lightweight champion. And Charles Oliveira, being in, having been in the game for so long, for almost a decade, with, more, with almost like 20 UFC fights, um, he is out there. Again, I feel like because, like the same thing that I said about Glover Teixeira, because we've seen these awesome veterans uh, for so long uh, in the UFC, we're kind of desensitized. Unfortunately, we're kind of desensitized to them. So we're like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, I guess like Charles Oliveira is fighting, even though he's so talented. But I, yeah, I guess he's fighting, you know, that, that kind of attitude. That's what we were all thinking. And nobody really expected Charles Oliveira to come out here and dominate over Michael Chandler, the former uh, champion from the other MMA organization, Bellator, Yet Charles did it and Charles remains the lightweight champion. So good for him. Um, this one also arguably deserves to be in the wholesome fights of the year category because uh, Charles really deserved it. And it shows you that it doesn't matter um, how old you are or like if you keep working at something, um, if you keep working hard towards your goal, you will ultimately get rewarded. That's exactly what happened to Charles Oliveira, the current lightweight champion. Okay, so now uh, I'm going to talk about those two fights that I have listed for the wholesome fights of the year. So Usman versus Colby Covington, too, um, definitely deserves the spot here because, yeah, there was a lot of like trash talk going to this fight. But um, the, the level of wrestling that was displayed in this particular bout between Usman and Colby Covington, I think it was beautiful. 
um and it was a fight that was just so dynamic every single moment of it and um it definitely deserves a rewatch for all of us out here but the the other fight that personally really stands out to me is the fight between justin gaethje and michael chandler this was not a title fight but this was um a really wholesome fight period why do i say that because there was so much technicality so much dynamicness so much heart and it shows you what human beings are capable of when it comes to combat and um doing martial arts for real um the fight was so so wholesome in every sense again i would highly recommend everybody to go back and rewatch this fight chandler versus gaichi at ufc 268 and briefly talking about the oscar performance of the year <laughs> the bouts that really kind of like stood out in the mma community as a meme i'm talking about Algernon sterling versus Piotr yan because in this fight um Piotr yan was the champion and Aljamain Sterling, he got hit by an illegal knee, but the knee wasn't really that um, powerful. Yet Aljamain Sterling, he kept like holding his head and uh, kind of acting like he was not well to continue fighting, even though there's like some little stuff that you can notice in the video playbacks that can tell you that Aljo was completely fine and that he kind of won the belt from Piotr Jan in a really unfair way. So that's why I call this the Oscar performance uh, of the year fight um, because of everything I just told you. And that um, a lot of people, not just me, a lot of people in the MMA community don't believe that Aljo deserved to become the champion, yet he was a very good actor. And <laughs> that's why he deserves the Oscar in this case. Anywho, okay, that's all the time we're going to be having for this episode and this year. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with TKO's previous episodes. And until next time and next year, it's your girl Janan right here, and this is TKO. Peace out.